What is up, everybody? Joe Steve here from Rad Parenting with my co-host, Anaya Bogue. And in the studio with us again, one of our favorite guests to come back to the show, Dr. Suzanne. Hello. How are you? Oh God, who sounds Great. like a little old lady today? Huh? I said, who sounds like a little old lady oh. today? Hello. I thought, I thought Miss Doubtfire was here. Yes, so like, yes, that's even better. How great was that movie? Oh, I I, that's that one out. of like, you know, probably five movies that I've seen more times than I can count. Absolutely. I just love it. Absolutely. I've when you did that, I was it. like, you've never <laughs> seen Susie. We are watching it together. I, I'm just not, I know. Oh my gosh. It's I'm not so a good culture sweet. vulture. Well, you've also, your doctor. I think so, yeah. I've been a little busy the last 25 years. <laughs> you know what? Tell you right now. Do yourself a favor. Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'll watch it. Go on there. Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. You have the best time. Robin Williams, one of yeah. his best roles. Oh, I love him so much. And so it's good. so great to watch him. It's shot in the Bay Area. Yeah, you yeah, will yeah. love it. You yeah. will love it. Okay. It's on All the right. list. I'm going to jump right into it because uh, I know your time is limited. Got to thank you so much for showing up. You've been a guest on our show now like four times. Uh, you were on a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. You're back again. Uh, I want to talk to the both of you, and I haven't briefed you on this. Usually, an A and I have like a discussion of what we're going to talk about. So, like I said, you guys were both like, "All right, we're going to trust you on this," okay? Because okay. I got an email in our little uh, radparenting at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for all the emails. One thing I got to say, sometimes we lag a little bit on hitting you back. It's only because it's an A and I, and um, we're going to get better with answering the emails. So this question came in. It mm -hmm. was really, really simple. Uh, Joan and Aya, when do you think it is time to give your kid a cell phone? Hmm. Oh. And it hit me so hard because I had my thoughts before I gave my kids cell phones. Right. I have a 12-year-old and I have a 15-year-old, right. uh, basically a 13-year-old and 16-year-old. Uh, I know Anea has the youngest of all yeah, of us. Eight. Eight and, and then you have an 20, old 20. Eight and 20. Yeah. So the 20 year old is living in that world, and the yeah. eight year old is, oh my gosh, can I out here? You'll tell yeah. us. Yeah. And then on your end, Dr. Suzanne, your ages? I have 16 and 19. Okay, 16 and 19. So I feel like it's a good um, mix of, mix ages. of yeah. ages. Yeah. And, and what I'm throwing out there for our listeners right now is if you think we're going to give you an exact answer and, and back it up with research, it's not going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, there, I know that Dr. Suzanne, you'll probably, size of three. Yeah, you'll probably have a few <laughs> yeah. quotes and, and stuff like that, but this is really just a discussion because I really feel that it is so different for every family, different for every kid, mm -hmm. different for every um, body out there in the sense that that question gets asked all the time. Oh, yeah. I'll be at a restaurant. I'll look over. Now, when I say cell phones, too, I also want to throw in, and we have some friends out there um, that are um, really, really cool with uh, screen time. I'm spacing on their names right now, but they've emailed us a few times. And they're, they, the, all the time that you talk about limiting, and we did a show uh, a while ago in A&I where it was all about limiting your time, screen time. Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the big things that I remember from that episode was like, hey, you're not taking the computer up into your room and shutting the door, you know? And I right, feel right. that same rule right. applies right. Uh, to the phone. So today it's really, it's a combination of when you're allowing technology into your child's life. Yeah. Cause we, yeah. like I was just going to say, sometimes I'll be at a restaurant mm -hmm. and you look over and the family, mom and dad oh, are having gosh. their margaritas. And then I look and then they're or mom and dad are on their on their cell phones too. Right. Exactly. Oh, How wait, often do I was you see at a restaurant taking a walk with their kid or in the park and they're on the cell phone. And I am old 
So I am going to just admit that I'm judging. Part of it's probably jealousy because we didn't, I didn't, I had a flip phone, you guys, and my kids were that age. I believe me, I would have gone out to dinner a hell of a lot more. Remember when sending a text? <laughs> there was a screen. Remember when because sending a my text? My children were insane. Yeah. They were yeah. insane maniacs. You didn't want to be in a restaurant with me and my kids. So we just didn't go to them for a long time. But at the park, like, I didn't have any option but to engage with my children. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I needed to. I couldn't be on the phone. And so, yeah. So, so let's the start. Kids. So the first thing I want to start with is we're going to do it in a, in a couple tiers here. The first thing, I, I remember the flip phone, and I got to say, remember how it took like three days to send a text? <laughs> yeah. I'm still <laughs> sending did, one. How about just to, I'm still to sending one text. from 1997. That's what I'm saying. I'm Norman, working on it. Type it out. Oh, yeah. Like you the having to argue. hit the button three times to get to the C. <laughs> You couldn't oh argue. Oh, gosh. You couldn't text oh argue. No. There no. was no emojis. Yes. Right. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to vent old guy here. I <laughs> cannot stand emojis. I wrote such a nice text to someone the other day like, and they hey, just sent it was you great seeing you. Oh, no. You've been such a great friend. I really appreciate you coming out. Blah, blah. Like a real heart. And just sent back thumbs up <gasps> and a little face. No. <laughs> I'm like, we're grown men here, bro. I know. I, but I have to say I have succumbed to the sofa i have bit emoji now but do you know what oh, that is oh i will not go there oh my god what is it it's, oh, you create it's, you know, this little like characters that's you that you make it look like you like you pick all the things and it i mean i am I having Valentine so much fun last with it year from two different people with the same emoji you oh. know the bit emoji i was like and that is why i am not doing this i got the black version and the white version i'll say i'll say <laughs> the, yeah Cupid. I was like, oh, hell no. Wow. Okay. Sorry. For our listeners, just okay. bear with us. We're going to get through this moment. What Woo, what, what I realize uh, <laughs> with technology, okay, and man, I got to give her oxygen right now. I've never seen oh you God. laugh that hard. Because <laughs> one of them was my business partner. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Okay. No. Sorry. Back. back so to look, the show. Keep back. us on track, Joe. I'm keeping us on you track. You wanted to go there. I know. But what? Just by that laughing right there, it goes back to my point. We're all on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. kids see yes. us on it, and we're addicted to it. We are, and it's really, really hard for us to be honest and straight about how are we going to help our children be healthy and safe in their use if we are also struggling. Yes. All right, I'm going to throw it right over to you, yeah, Doc. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, throw yeah, the question yeah. over to you, and then you can throw it to me, and we'll throw it to Anaya. First thing I'm going to say to you right now, Dr. Suzanne, how old were your kids when you allowed them access to a telephone? Okay, so I the way we did it in our house was um, seventh grade. We actually did we we did not let them have cell phones till seventh grade. And my thinking at that time was um, they were – both in religious school at the time, and seventh grade was the year that everybody had bar and bat mitzvahs. For, so for mm. those of you out there who don't know what that is, it's a Jewish ritual. But in our community, it was like insanity. So it was like all weekend, every weekend, these children were at these parties. And I said to myself, they actually are away from me, mm-hmm. and they're in a location that may or may not be easy for me to communicate with them. And so you guys need to be able to communicate with me. I mean, come on. They were, like, wanting to be texting with their friends. But I said, they kept saying, like, when am I going to get it? When I said, when are you ever not with one of your parents? One of us is dropping you off. One of us is picking you up. You're with us all the time. You don't need, I'm sorry, to me, this is like an emergency location device. You know, that was the way, I don't know how I, I, I don't know how I did it, but I did. So with both of them, I did that. Okay. Were there certain 
uh, things that they couldn't have on the phone? Did they have uh, complete access to the internet, complete access to Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter? Like, were they allowed on that in those worlds? No, it wasn't even because it wasn't available at the time. So they didn't have smartphones immediately. And, And because my son is 19, so he was like 12. So I don't even know what was available. Yeah. But I don't think he had an iPhone. I think he had a, he got one of our old flip phones. With my daughter, it was a little bit harder to do. And I'm going to be really honest because I felt both like a secret failure and like holier than thou at the same time, which is sort of my move anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> just in life, that's my coping strategy. <laughs> I guess it's kind of working. Um, but because I, I didn't put 7,000 things on. In fact, I put nothing on there, including I have friends and, and parent friends, you know, who have all those like tracking devices. Like they know where their kid is. Yeah. I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. Part of it is like, I'm going to admit laziness and denial. And part of it is like, if I'm going to allow my kids to be out in the world, like I I would rather that they have like some real time, real life skills about staying safe and not make it all about me controlling them from afar. I just don't think, I just, I don't have the time or the energy or the interest in that. I don't have that level of intrusiveness that I want to be involved in. And I just, I just didn't do that. And I know that that's, I don't think that's average, but that's just the way we did it. And now, you know, I have a kid. And the f- irony here is that my older one got into a dispute with both Uber and Lyft. So he ca- he's banned. Don't even ask. He from a- bo- he's banned yes. from you. Oh, geez. I don't think I know the full story, to be perfectly honest. One of them was his, his phone got stolen in the Uber, and then they, like, turned it into a whole thing with him. So they, like, didn't want to deal with him. I ha- This is a kid who I'll have to, like, order him an Uber from the airport in Portland when he... <laughs> Sorry for my own yeah. Uber. So it's kind of like the, <laughs> the tables have turned. He has to contact mom. You know, it's kind of wow. Funny. So you know, my my younger one. You know, she's the younger one. She was always more savvy, anyways. And um, you know, I'm sure she's doing stuff on there that I really don't appreciate. And but I mean, she's mm-hmm. 16. She's I was doing things that my parents didn't know about and wouldn't have appreciated either. Yes, yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's better that you just don't know. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the on the topic of like feeling guilty and at the same time going, all right, but I need to let you have communication. Um, Before I, okay, I'm going to throw it over to Anea because that, that was then when, with your youngest. Well, for me, I've got both experiences. So, so my older daughter is similar to your eldest age. So she's now 20 when she was uh, in second grade, we moved Let's see. She started third grade at a new school. And uh, at the time, her father and I, we had separated. And so, you know, he would pick her up every other Friday directly from school to take her for the weekend. And this, it was unusual. So I'm not at all like slamming him. Uh, He forgot to pick her up one day and it was not good. Because she was afraid and didn't have anything, you yeah. know, couldn't, didn't know how to manage and ultimately went to the office. They called me. It was all fine. But that But there was that moment, no way to panic, communicate. No way panic, to, yeah. to call my mom right. or my dad to see right. where he is, right. to let my mom know that I'm here by myself. And so that opened the door for us to have a conversation right. about the importance of her having a, a phone, which was also like mm-hmm. some little simple. It was mm-hmm. not a smartphone. Um, and then over time, it evolved mostly based on like her demonstration of how responsible she 
she could be with her phone. Um, but we didn't have to have the same kind of talk with her that we've had to have with my younger yeah. one because, you know, when you talk about, you know, Joe, you were saying early on, like or, or earlier in the in the episode that, uh, you know, computer, like, you know, not having a computer in your room. Well, a smartphone is essentially a pocket computer. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. everything's exactly. on there. Exactly. So, um, so with my younger daughter, we actually started her with one of our old iPhones that we did not give cellular coverage. Mm-hmm. So she was able to kind of use, have certain apps that she could use when she was at home and therefore connected to Wi-Fi, but she understood that she could not use it outside of that because it wasn't connected to any cellular data. Can I interrupt really uh-huh. quick? For all the parents out there right now, I'm going to tell you a lesson that I learned. Understand cellular data. Uh, I can't even say it. Data. I, I can't. Yeah, data. <laughs> Understand the plan that you were signing yeah. up for because I will get into it momentarily of what happened to me and the check I had a right to AT&T and how I literally got on the phone with the guy and begged and pleaded and he actually said, you know what? You didn't know that was happening and they yeah. didn't charge me yeah. because I didn't even know what was going on in my household because I'm in charge of I'm in charge of three phones in my world and it was it, and I didn't understand all of those plans so right now if you're listening make sure you that understand is really true. what you were signing yeah. up for and go back to okay. you now. So then, so so my younger one, we started her with an old iPhone that was not connected to like being an actual cell phone. She could just do other sort of Wi-Fi oriented things. And we had to have a conversation with her about like the responsibility and already, especially like we um, have talked to her about being really careful and not engaging with anybody, any strangers Great. On, oh, yeah, yeah. On, uh, online. And so, um, so now uh, she has a uh, she's graduated and she now actually has an a, a cell phone so we've activated same phone which she demonstrated she could take care of um, she's not allowed to take it to school or anything she has it at home you know she practices her texting which I, I kind of like because it forces her to like you know be using language and spelling words correctly or seeing the correct spelling if that if it autocorrects that gets interesting as well because <laughs> the autocorrect can also come up with some interesting um, op- op- options <laughs> Um, so yeah, so so far so good, but it is somewhat restricted. It's at home every single day. She doesn't get it until she comes home from school because she's eight and they're not allowed to have phones at school, which I think is really important. You know, yeah. when, when they're at school, mm-hmm. I think we need to know that our kids are, you know, are, are safe and we don't want the distraction of cell phones. Um, but generally speaking, I think that it's important that there be some sort of like real sit down discussion about the the pros and cons and the responsibility that come with the privilege of having. Having a phone. Talk about the contract that you talked about. So uh, the contract, and I think this is something that really can apply to, especially in in our kids have. So with the phone or computers comes access to social media, which is also something that's new to this generation that we certainly weren't dealing with. And and so we, with both of our girls, we have had extensive conversations about like, you know, I mean, my little one is asking to have Facebook and I'm like, it's not happening. Like, it's just not happening. And I've had to explain to her that, you know, one of the things that happens with social media is when people don't really have to take responsibility for their words, that they say things that they just think that they can get away with or they say it without care and that she has a responsibility just like I would expect her to act in a, as a decent human being, you know, as she interacts with her friends in person, that as when, when she's a little older and it comes time to, for her to have the privilege of having access to social media, that that is, there are expectations about how she conducts herself, what she can and can't do. Um, and we have not, and we probably should put certain restrictions on 
uh, sites. And that's something I think parents really need to be aware of because yeah. we know, and this is a whole other topic that I think we'll address probably with Dr. Patricia when she comes back in, but we know about the impact of children having access to porn. Um, porn, you know, as it turns out, is like the, the number one source of quote unquote sex education yeah. for boys right now. Girls are feeling the implications of that. And basically, if they have a smartphone with access to inter- internet, it doesn't matter where they are. They can, you know, plug into that. Um, And the other thing, and I feel like, Joe, maybe you and I talked about this in an early show, I think it's really important in terms of, like, the social communication and healthy social development. Um, I think you told me about, like, when kids come over to your house, there's, like, a a box or a basket or something. And I've seen that from a lot of parents. I grab them. And that has has benefits not only in terms of like, you know, if you're hanging out with somebody, Mm -hmm. hang out out Mm -hmm. with them, you shouldn't be on your phone, but also that, that, you know, parents were having this, you know, or kids were ultimately having this experience and parents were having to deal with, you know, there's... If there's more than two kids and then one of them ends up like sending texts to other friends outside of that little bubble of experience, uh, you know, filling others in on, you know, yeah. what's going on or so-and-so right. just said blah, blah, yeah, blah. And yeah. it just, yeah. you yeah. know, so I think I really love the idea, you know, I think really what I'm saying is like most things in parenting, try to take a super conscious approach to demonstrating and having guidelines that keep your kids responsible and practicing responsible behavior with this really powerful tool. All right, so and it starts with us too, because I mean, the other thing too, and I, I, we started the conversation with this, but if we as parents are sticking our faces in our devices all the time, like we yes. really have nothing to say to them. And if you think, you know, you're going to get away with it with your four-year-old, well, wait till that four-year-old eight or 10 or 15. Yes. They're going to be in your face about any and everything, and th- this will be one of those issues. We always had, you know, we've never had televisions. I mean, that's not even an issue anymore now, but we never had TVs in the bedrooms. Bedrooms, yeah. We always had the computers were always in public places. I mean, look, I have a college and a high school student. That's not the case. They have a laptop. She's doing homework. She's in a room, mm-hmm. you know. But when they were little, that wasn't a thing. There wasn't a lot of privacy around it, too. Yeah. So that res- that had a na- that created a natural barrier to what was going to be accessed. I wasn't always home; I was working. Yeah. So you know, but I think that's true. Creating spaces and rules around expectations around use, but also creating spaces where this is a space where this is an activity that's happening. Yeah. We've never ever had cell phones at the table at a restaurant in yeah. my home. Love it. At their grandparents, my niece is not the case. There on the screen all the time. Yeah. That's not the case in my family. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't you're not on your cell phone if you're sitting at dinner with me. Yeah. That's not how that's working. Like you can you can not talk to me. That's fine. It's unpleasant, but yeah. <laughs> but you're it, not going to be on the phone. Hearing you say that, you know, it's it's I I I I'm going between cuz for me as much as like you go, "Joe, I love the idea that you took the phones when the kids came in." You know, I'm going to be honest, um our what are my wife and I wanted to do with technology? I feel we got to like the fifty yard line. Like we were doing so well for so long. Which we is were, the fifty yard line? You know, the middle. <laughs> Seriously, okay. the middle. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, she's from I Canada. Um, God, that's you guys, Anaya's from Canada, and for all our listeners in Canada, <laughs> we appreciate Anaya that you got her down here for us. It's awesome. Um, no, 50, what I meant, I'm saying like. We, on a scale of one to 10, I felt like we, we rolled all the way to a seven. We were crushing it for so long. We didn't have any phones uh, to either of the kids and, and until my son got into seventh, or seventh grade. And my daughter didn't get any type of access to anything uh, for a computer or anything until 
she got into sixth grade at the uh, college prep school that she's mm-hmm. at. You know, mm-hmm. she goes to an all girls school. So, and it and they it was a bummer because we had done so well, and they were like, "Oh, everything's gonna be on the i yeah. iPad, yeah. right?" Yep. And we didn't have any of that for so long. And I remember my daughter wanted one so bad for a really long time. Yep. That she made one out of cardboard. She used to carry this one around <laughs> and it very, like, Aww. she was very that kind of resourceful type of kid. And I'm not gonna lie to you guys that when technology came into my daughter's life, we totally lost her. We totally lost her. And we lost that, that sense of, being she would she would just drop in to hey I'm gonna do homework but you know let's be honest I was like oh you're not gonna be a part of this Instagram oh you're not gonna be a part of this but you know it happens I'm, I tried for as long as I could but then you roll into seventh grade all the other girls are on it mm-hmm. roll into eighth grade everyone's in there yeah. and and I gotta say that I feel that at that moment things got a little squirrely with with maybe but that's even middle school can no, I just tell you yeah. as a mom of, of parents that are, of kids that are older. I mean, middle school is just hard, and and I'm not saying that technology isn't having an impact on your kid's life or your life. It's having an impact on every person on the planet's life at this point. This is just the way it is now, and I'm sure that there are grandparents who are like, these telephones, people calling, nobody has a calling card anymore. I mean, you know, like, seriously, like, this is what happens in a middle school they're supposed to move away from us a little bit. Yeah. And their mm-hmm. peer group is the most important thing. I think the thing that becomes scary is the access that they have to information that we're not aware of. My Here, listen, this is like a, a tangential example, but it's a good example. Yesterday, my son and I were having a conversation. And, um, and here's the great thing about technology. I don't necessarily talk to him every day. I talk to him almost every day. We text every single day. Every single day where there's a conversation going on because we have smartphones. Um, and he, I was asking him, are you doing this thing that you said you were going to do? He said, well, I can't do, I was going to do it today, but I can't because we had our first real snow. So he, I said, oh, that's awesome. Will you send me a video? And he said, oh, it's on Snapchat, mom. And I was laughing. I'm like, for reals, why do you think I'm on Snapchat? Right. I'm so obviously not on Snapchat. <laughs> I'm prominently not. I'm not going to be on Snapchat. I turned into a whole conversation with my daughter about it too. But it was cute, you know. So he sent me a video. So I mean, there are good things about it, and there are, and there are, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's yeah, the way yeah. It is. You don't even like saying the word Snapchat. I can tell it's you're like, hard. I'm not I, saying I, that. That was hard for you. The the thing that I'll, I'll go back to this. What I felt like with technology when it went into our family and when it became a part of it was it became a, a duty of mine to keep people off of the phone. And I'll be honest with you, it gets harder and yeah. harder. I feel grateful that uh, both my kids will listen to me when I tell them that it's going to be down. I wish I could tell you that the contract idea worked. We wrote it. I still have it. And that contract got broken millions of times. Like there's, there's no one, no one's upkeeping it on either end. You know, I would, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Sometimes the phone in my son's hand occupied him or him now so I can do what I need to do. Oh, and, yeah. and I've, and I've used that mm-hmm. before and I've said it on the show. I'm not proud of that, but sometimes, yeah, a little time on your phone gives you a time to return the phone calls. One thing that, that we've tried to do as a family is when we are with each other with uh, dinners, family time, we will say, hey, guys, let's put away the phones. And I'm not going to lie and say that it's easy on my part too. Right. I've sat, sometimes right. I've been sitting right. there and I've looked up and I've seen all four of us staring <laughs> at our hands. Yeah. Right. And what I've said to everyone right. is, all right, we're having this moment right now. Let's all have that same moment without the phones. And then, you know, once you once yeah. you make that a conversation to have with your kids, they understand. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. 
telling me to not bring my phone to the dinner table so he, he knows I'm just not going to bring it. So I feel that you got to initiate mm-hmm. that. But I'm not going to lie to you and say that it is not it, – it's easy to do. It's like pulling teeth. It's, it's and, and sometimes even with my wife, she's like, Joe, I've been trying to catch up on all this all day long and it's the one time I get to sit down and I'm like, wow, okay, okay, you're right. I respect that. Um, the thing I also want all the parents to know too is and, – and this comes from having a 12-year-old or 13-year-old boy – these games and the videos and all that, there's dudes in lab coats tucked away that know, and yeah. you would know what these technolo- what these terms are, but like three red dots is the same hit of crack cocaine. Oh, no. That's why I keep referring to it for all of us as an addiction because it is these things are designed to be addictive. You get a dopamine hit. You know, th- that pleasure center is hit and you, you need it and it's an impulse that has to be, you know, exerted. And, and I think if we're going to talk about the health issues too, you know, not to be scary, but some of this, all, all this data about screen time, like I was actually sitting with my daughter, my 16 year old the other day, and we were, I think we must have been listening to the radio on the way to school. And it's something about like nine and a half hours per day of screen time. And I looked at her and I was like, Oh my God. I said, do you think that you have nine and a half hours a day? She's like, yeah, probably. Cause here's the thing. She's a girl who like, you know, she goes to school, she's at school, she's in high school, but when they do homework, they do homework with 15 other media bombard. I do not understand how this girl has three A's. I've walked in, AP and you walk classes. in their room and there's, I, I, there's faces yes, everywhere. Yeah, there's there the FaceTime, time, right, there's the right, computer. There's FaceTiming, there's music, there's a movie and she's writing wow. a paper. And I read, I read her paper. She got mad at me. I read her paper this morning. I'm like, this is actually an outstanding paper. How did you do that? Yeah. So, how many that times have you shocking. walked into their? How many times have you walked into their room and you think they're just in there and you're like, "Hey, I need to talk to you about something." And no, my I'm daughter, talking like, to her friend. Put, put your shirt time. on, Dad. So I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, <laughs> totally. "There's three kids in there. Yeah. I just oh can't God. see them." Right, that's exactly right. So wow. there's that whole thing, but there are health issues in terms of the addictive potential. What about the blue? Yes, thing? there's also uh, what we call sleep hygiene and on uh, you know screen the screen at night in the bedroom yes. for all of us whether it's your phone, whether it's your computer, your pad um, I got the that, flux thing. Do you know about that? That's is that the thing that changes yes, the, it, the frequency. You know the, um, what I learned from uh, I, it's I was, really overstimulating to your brain. Yeah, because what it does is this: is that the, when you're looking at that much light, it sends the message to your brain. Yep. Hey, let's go. It's yep. morning time. It's ready to go. So your sleep schedules are totally messed up. Absolutely. So what they do is they have this new thing, and you can go on your settings on iPhone, and you can go on settings on your um, on your uh, laptop, and there's a there's a um, there's a setup in there that will change the screen color uh, for the time uh, where you live. Like for me, it changes it around 4 p.m. as the sun goes down. The screen, Ooh. the screen goes to like a golden color. Oh, so wow. it starts to change my my brain to understand. Yeah, you know, you're going to be going to sleep in a few hours. Mm-hmm. And what they're finding out though is is the blue light and all of that is so damaging. I don't know. Would, do you know the what I mean, it I does know, to your I, eye? No, but I know that it, I know that it absolutely interrupts the circadian rhythms and the sleep time. And when I have patients that are coming in, I mean, I think most people are aware of this kind of stuff now too. But when I have patients coming in with a difficulty either falling asleep or staying asleep, mm-hmm. you know, staying away from that device is the number one thing. I tell people that that thing should be off 45 to 60 minutes before you go to sleep. You are not getting in bed, cozying right. up with your smartphone. Right. Yeah. Because you're not going to be going to sleep. <clears throat> the other thing, too, is there's some limited data on even just having it plugged in right by your bedside or having it, you know, holding the phone to your ear as opposed to speaker and whether or not that has any negative impact on 
you know, brain tumor development, and it's been very controversial, um, but there is, there is some limited data wow. supporting evidence that this may be really harmful and may be at least adding to risk factors for brain tumors and things with, like that. With that said, we are going to do a show in the future, and Anae and I have spoken about this, is that I want to get someone in here that knows about the amount of all the Wi-Fi that's going through our bodies, yeah. all yeah. of the towers that yeah. are going up. Yeah. Not that we're going to turn it into the conspiracy <laughs> show, but it's just important. And the only analogy that I can give this to is there used to be uh, commercials and ads in, in papers where a doctor would be smoking when you came in for your physical. And I saw one today that said, someone sent this out and, and, and it, was in, it was in reference to you know uh, the, the thing that it said, uh, smoking is clear. And it was like this old ad from the mm-hmm. 50s. Like, it's okay. And doctors say that you can smoke. Let's get real. We all yeah. know that. And that's what I feel right. the, the, right. the future is with Wi-Fi and cell phones and all this stuff. I think that's going to be our generations and our kids smoking a pack of cigarettes. Like yeah. all of us, we don't know. It's, it, this this well, technology has only been around for a while. children who are being exposed to all of this from, you know, now from babyhood, from yes. the minute they're out of the womb. Yes. Like even with our own kids, I'm talking about the fact that like, well, I'm, I'm in a different situation because we didn't really have availability till you know, six, seven, eight years ago. We weren't exposed to this stuff at all. It wasn't even out there. I mean, it's, we don't really understand what we're doing and how we are impacting. I mean, the brain is a very plastic structure. We know that that's how we learn things. That's how we change habits. We're having a direct impact on the neurological wiring from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so I don't, and then not to be scary, just to be mindful, to be mindful, you know, and, and that's hope, you know, look, we are all trying to do the best we can, living our lives, being the best parents we can, being the raddest parents that we can. But, and it, it is really hard and we have to be honest that, you know, we are tired and we've got our things going on too. And, you know, we do the same things. We unplug in the same exact ways as our kids do. But if we can keep some of that stuff in mind too, maybe it make it arms us a little bit to you know keep that boundary. Well, and I think that our children. This is I think across the board when we talk about various things that we encourage parents to do on this show. That it's much easier to get your kids on board when it's a we thing. Like yes. it's too easy for them yeah. to be like, well, what about you? Yeah. So I think that if Absolutely. you can be, as Suzanne said, mindful because this is like a really big source of like information and sleep interruption and yeah. all of these other things that you just be mindful of setting certain guidelines. Let's call them guidelines that, you know, of course there's going to be flexibility, but you can implement things like, you know, nobody's taking their phone to bed at night. Like, right. let's have a little right. thing that we put right now. You say right. that, yeah. you say that, and I live in a household with people that I got a, I, I, you know, I walked in there the other night and my daughter, I'm like, what are you doing, honey? And she's on the phone talking to her friend. It's in the dark. Yeah, and then she said, "I put the influx on," so I was like, "All right, I, shut I know." It's yeah, really but you hard, have to though, make a, a decision. You guys, truthfully, come on, and you know, Anaya too, with an older kid, at a certain point in your kids' lives, best of luck to you. I yeah, feel like seriously. I got control over the. I feel like I have a little yeah. more with with the fifteen year old. It's a little bit like, you know, hey, I'm come on. I just studied for five hours. Let right. me do what I want. I'm like, all right, you're right. Right. But for the twelve year old, I take away the phone and I say, hey, 
yeah, check it out. Right. And, You're and in maybe there, that's yeah. the best that we can do is delay yeah. it. But I think that no matter how say that. old they are, I think things like, you know, it is it, it is fundamentally important that like I think dinner time, and again, you want to talk about research, there's so much research yeah. to support yeah. that children who have some semblance of a family dinner where right. people are, ch- you're coming back to the nest and you're checking in on each other's days, you know, the, it should at the a bare minimum be like, we don't have phones at the dinner yeah. table. Like just have Even if that's something. the only thing you did. That's right. Yeah. I And com- let them call, you know, my kids call me out too when I'm doing stuff and yeah. I'm checking out and they totally, and I, that's, that's actually... That's okay. Yes, it is. that means that they were paying attention to what I yep. said. Yes, <laughs> and you can model. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, oh, I'm sorry. Or like, oh, screw you. Yeah. I, I, you I would say around, around yeah. our household, it's the same thing. They, they, they'll call out uh, my wife and I all the time. The, the thing I cannot stress so much more about that assemblance at night, and I know that yeah. a lot of you guys work out there, and, and someone's getting home a little bit later, and then the idea of like starting a meal and getting everyone together, and so and so's doing homework, and so and so just got back from drama rehearsal, and they're tired, and they everyone's just in different schedules. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, in my house, and this is one thing that I am super proud of, is that I don't even roll a dinner; I just roll a happy hour. I just put snacks out. Uh-huh. Uh, That's you know, really smart. I, and we put on some music. I just say, guys, just everyone come down and and we're you know two are in the kitchen, two are in the you know living room, but you know we're it, you know mm-hmm. we're all together. Mm-hmm. And we got, coming to your house for happy <laughs> hour. Happy hour. No, I love that. Oh but I, and that's and that's really my smart. and that's one thing that my that we've always done is that because you know I'm not one of those guys that like oh yeah I want to cook the meal every night or do I want to throw that on you know my wife's plate like okay you had your full day right now now make us food you right. know like come on it's like there's enough of all that I really want. Uh, is just like a glass of wine and like mm-hmm. a little cheese mm-hmm. and cracker. Mm-hmm. And, and But it really what it's about is it's just sitting there with the four of us exactly. around right. a conversation, That's right. having laughing. Having contact with each other, sometimes it, Yeah, and sometimes... Sometimes it'll only last like one side of a record, mm-hmm. and and that's it. You that's know, a lot. and and then sometimes it'll last longer mm-hmm. as we go into like the mm-hmm. holidays and stuff like that. But I can't stress enough that you, it, it feels like you can't make the time, you guys. But you know what? I know you can. You just it, it doesn't have to be this Norman Rockwell right. painting with everyone eating the food and it's so happy. You know what? Life isn't like that. I'm telling you, just. Put some. I'll tell you right now. You know, you put chips and salsa on the table, and those Cheeto things from uh, Car- from Carl's Jr. from uh, Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Like I can just, I, guys, I put. They're down there. They're hanging around the table till they're gone, and everyone's having a conversation, and it really That's changes. Brilliant. It I really changes that. the dynamic of us for the rest of the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with the you. Antidote. You got to do that. You got to do that. All right. Um. With all that said, I think that. We didn't really give anybody ages. I think we had... You know what? And honestly, I mean, I've done some research on this, and there really is not. Yeah. like there, It's very wide-ranging yeah. I shouldn't have a phone. I doubt there's any consensus. I shouldn't have there, a phone. You may... <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't. None of us in this room should, you know? It's dangerous. Yes. All right. With that said... Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Red Parenting. I know we we're a little bit all over the place today, but that was kind of the premise of the show. Just three people discussing their history with cell phones and their kids. Hey, one thing that I would love you guys to do is email us your experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know if there's anything that we could share with our listeners of some ideas that you guys had to get through the hurdles of phone, not to have the phone, to have the phone, the limits you put on it, uh, the time you threw it out the window. What I, works I swear. And what does. The time that you threw, I, I, I have almost taken phones yeah. and thrown, I almost threw everyone's 
phone in the pool once at the house. <laughs> and thank God I didn't, but I was, because I knew when I was just launching them into the pool, I'm just going to be buying three new phones right. this afternoon. Like I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but we'd love to hear any ideas that you guys have with that. Dr. Suzanne, thank you so much for being on the show Thanks again. Thanks for having me. One last time, I know I always ask you the same thing, but for all the social media for yes. you. Yes. So I'm on Twitter at Ask Dr. Suzanne, no punctuation. Uh, also Instagram, same handle. And I can also be found on Facebook, Dr. Suzanne Gilbert Lunds. And no Snapchat. No Snapchat. No, 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 no. No plans for that anytime soon. Thank you guys all. (laughs) Any questions you have, hit us up at radparenting at gmail.com. My name is Joe Sib. And Danae Bo. And our guest. Dr. Suzanne. And we're out of here. Late. Late.